in the very onset of his teaching, Bhagwan Shri Krishna is communicating to us Atma Gyan, knowledge of the self. And what we have to know about the self? Because we are ignorant of our own true nature, ignorant of our self, we misapprehend or due to our delusion or moha, consider ourselves to be this body. Body equipment we are most aware of. And yet, this ever-changing body made up of inert elements, which is born, which is perishing, which is changing, we consider this body to be me. When that delusion is there, naturally, when it's a birthday, we celebrate. When it's a death day, hmm, we should be celebrating. In fact, you know, people in Africa and all, they celebrate. So, this death day, we feel miserable. Or for the death, we feel miserable because we identify with this body. In the same way, we also identify with this individual mind and intellect equipment. When the Atma reflects in the mind and intellect, together it is the thought pool. Mind has got emotions, intellect has got rational thoughts. They are all made up of different vritti, modifications or thoughts. But because of its functioning, mind and intellect is shown differently. Mind that feels the emotions, an intellect that has got thoughts, ideals, principles, rational thinking, discrimination. Therefore, intellect nishchayatmika, where we make our decisions, convictions, etc. Mind sankalpa vikalpa. Should I do it? Should I not do it? When you're thinking like that, you are in the state of the mind. Mind is where our emotions are. Thus, this mind-intellect equipment, when the self gets as though reflected in it, it develops an identity as the jiva. English translation soul and all that might be a little bit, because people have got connotations. So, let's use some Sanskrit words. Becomes the jiva. And this jiva, according to its karma, its actions, and its vasanas, its desires, according to its vasanas and the results of its actions, which again are vasanas, takes up a certain physical equipment, the body, according to its requirements, to fulfill its desires and to reap the results of one's actions. Good or bad? 
This is how our identity is made. This physical body has a very small lifespan, but even the jiva, which is jiva means mind intellect equipment with the reflection of consciousness, the atma, the self, and therefore this unique delusion that takes place that I am this mind and intellect, you become the jiva. When this jiva takes up a body, you become this living creature. This is how this whole life of ours and this whole experience of samsara takes place. Are you clear about this now? Hmm? When the body dies, even the mind intellect equipment according to its, uh, along with its vastness does not die. Then what to talk about the subtler Atma that never ever dies because it is not even born and therefore it does not ever perish. The mind intellect keeps on changing and therefore from a good jiva you can become a bad jiva, from a bad jiva you can become a good jiva. I am putting very simple words. Hmm? Because mind intellect changes but your sense of identity remains the same. And thus you take different, different births. And Bhagwan wants to point out to you, first to Arjuna, that first at least give up the identification this so obviously gross, changing, perishing equipment of ours, which is the body. Now we don't have to give up the body. Body is an instrument. We have to make use of the body. Body is an instrument. But when you think the instrument to be you, how many of you when you got your first car, especially men when they get their first car, how attached they are to it that even if nowadays people change as quickly as they change their partners in life, they change their cars in life, it's very fast. When we were growing up where car was a rarity, if anybody had a car, now we had cars from childhood, so we, we were never worried. But I remember that one person our building very, very late got a car. And even if we passed by the car, you'd be looking from the window. It's like we'll scratch the car or we touch the car. When you identify like this and you think that your equipment is you. Then all the time he is watching the car only from his window. And believe it or not, if somebody just passed by it, you would scream. And this is exactly what happens when something happens to our body. This identification is so strong. And then all our transaction in this world is based on that I am this body. I have a body is not a problem. But I am this body, naturally there will be fear of death, fear of illness and we will get agitated with whatever happens to the body, insecurity of its foods, its comforts, 
And therefore, look at our entire life. If you honestly try to see, and again, do this exercise tonight. Most of your activities that you do during the day is for what? Is for what? It's like if a whole day you sit and watch your car and you put gadgets in your car, but never drive your car to reach your destination. What will happen? So Tulsi Das Ji says, this body is sadhana. Rishi didn't condemn the body. What they're condemning is the identification that this body is me. And then whole time we are trying to preserve this body. The Egyptians, though, even after death, mummified this body. We are always looking out for awakening this body only. We want to keep this body forever. That body by nature which keeps on changing, sharam bhava gachati, constantly goes on decaying moment to moment. Most of the dust in your house is not from outside. It's your dead skin. In Viveka Chudamni, I tell you to give up the identification with this body. I'll tell one of the brahmacharis to take it for you all. Points out this body is nothing but a packet of filth, Gurudev used to say. And you say that that's me. It's not the body is condemned. It's the identification with that body. And then... I am white, I am black, this is my, I am born in such a family. All this jati, niti, kula, gotra, pride, arrogance, then the insecurities of earning, uh, uh, saving, saving till the next generations to come. See how it is that identification with the body. So first Bhagwan is pointing out to you that you are not this body and therefore you do not have any death. He indicated the absolute reality or self as the Atma which is unborn, unchanging and undying. But to even realize or even intuit such an Atma is beyond people's comprehension. But you see that someone is born and someone is dying. The body is there in front of you. Someone comes into the body, becomes alive. Someone leaves the body, the body perishes. So itself shows that the body is not the person. There is someone coming and going from this body. Why not say that someone just appears with the body and disappears with the body. Well, even if that's your philosophy, Krishna takes up every possible philosophy, whether it's of the materialistic people, whether you say materialistic scientists or thinkers, those who think that the soul is an individual, a part of the universe, which takes birth, death, goes to heaven, hell, etc. All of them prove what? The body is temporary and the self is permanent. Even if you consider it to be just the 
jiva that goes from heaven hell goes to the various worlds etc that only proves that it is eternal therefore why for this uneternal body we have so much fear anxiety etc think about it. this is what bhagwan is indicating here but through that also indicating subtle that this atma is neither the doer nor anything can be done to it and by nature which is imperishable nobody can cause the destruction of it you can't use the word it he she also we use the word it only because even the atma has got no gender so no problem of he or she and to say it also is wrong because it is not inert language cannot indicate it and therefore it's only indicated as aham i whether it's i of the individual or whether it's the i of the totality this atma is unborn and it is undying and therefore arjuna one who thinks that i can kill this atma you can kill this body when you say kill this body this body is anyway dead so whom are you killing if someone says i am the killer then also you deluded because you can't kill anybody's atma now this is not about going and killing someone and all that is used in such a powerful language that it cannot be destroyed neither by itself it gets destroyed or perishes nor someone or anyone can cause the destruction of this atma by any means whatsoever because by nature it is eternal existence and that is what is called as truth now the following verses become very easy for you to understand veda veda shinam nityam veda veda ऑल फॉर्म ऑफ डुअरशिप and enjoy i may say enjoyship means sufferership also yeah is being refuted in the atma he says yah whosoever and you'll find this pronoun used throughout the bhagavad gita lest somebody thinks that saha means only a man saha means only a saha means only a woman yah whosoever not even said only a hindu muslim christian whosoever because atma is the self of atma is the self in everyone it is not that it is missing in someone or only when you become some religious person then something comes into you before that what are you dead 
which means this atma is to be known something which is already there is not to be produced it is not to be acquired it is not to be found and reached somewhere in some world but one who knows this atma but i know myself who says i don't know myself which atma knows this atma to be avinashinam indestructible nityam eternal ajam unborn avyayam in undecaying katham sa purusha partha he partha how can such a being who knows this katham sa purusha partha kam ghatayati hantikam so how can that person o partha ghatayati cause someone to slay or kill someone again the language of arjuna killing and all that please again i repeat because you think atma kadan dai so kill anybody that's not what is meant here which means not only doership atma does not even prompt someone to do it how can you do it it cannot be done that's a period no so neither the atma is the sufferer neither is the atma the doer and neither is the atma the prompter sometimes you know especially when you are little children especially brothers brother you no know, elder brothers are always very clever they'll tell the younger brother you do it <laughs> you do it you do it now the, and when mummy comes and finds the ice cream is not in the refrigerator who did it i didn't do it <laughs> but you prompted it not even the prompter so kam ghatayati hantika now here there is another big discussion in shankar bhashya in bhagwan shankar's bhashya where someone says the atma he said no atma cannot be known it is not an object it cannot be known as an object because the scriptures only say agocharam anirvachaniyam it cannot be known as an object but that it is unknowable in the sense that cannot be true and knowledge only removes our ignorance of the atma that which is ever present doesn't have to be produced and knowledge does not produce anything new these are all very subtle things discussed even in the brahma sutras i'm just hinting it to you because in case such a question comes to your mind if it does not come to your mind i'm prompting or please say you don't want the prompter yes in the mind you can prompt a mind can prompt a mind that what is this knowledge this is not a knowledge that here is an atma there people say no atma is a light here atma is a light here those are only symbols given for your concentration it is cannot be seen heard smelled taste as an object 
But that doesn't mean it cannot be known. And what does knowledge do? Knowledge removes our ignorance. What ignorance? That I am this body which is perishing. And therefore, I, Atma, is perishing. It removes this notion. But Atma is self-evident that you exist. Do you require any knowledge for that? Tell me. This type of knowledge, therefore, it is so difficult. Because we are trying to objectify the Atma. And therefore, those partners, God as an object, God as uh, some light, God as some person is very easy to understand because but God which is an object separate from you is as finite as you there. Is it not? So come ghateti hanti come and one who knows it that such a person is neither the doer not such a person is an enjoyer or sufferer and nor is such a person. Again to say person means the Atma, the prompter, the provoker. Doesn't do, but makes others do. It is neither any of this. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.